Is This a Ghost is sponsored by Pickney Bend Distillery. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. if you're listening to this on our on drop date, uh, drop drop date, <laughs> boy, on drop date, <laughs> it is uh, t- Thanksgiving is tomorrow. Oh shit! So yeah, did you mm-hmm. do your Thanksgiving shopping? Uh, I I have not yet. I usually, honestly, I like to kind of do my Thanksgiving shopping the day afterwards. Get all the Thanksgiving stuff really cheap. Yeah, that you makes know. a lot of sense. Yeah, the like, have leftover you seen, turkeys. Have you seen how cheap turkeys get on Friday after Thanksgiving? Like they're three cents away. to the pound. Seriously, it's crazy. Like, they it's can't crazy. get rid of the things. Yeah, uh, yeah. I also uh, I usually wait that long to pick up um, the corned beef as well. I usually you know because by then from March. Yeah, it's I mean it's okay. real cheap by then. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's real seasoned mm-hmm. and uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's three quarters liquid. But yeah. the liquid that that's it's 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 what you you marinate. It's a marinade. Uh-huh. It's a yeah. marinade. You in boil the it bag. for about an hour, or so you mix in a little bit of uh, of port, and then mm-hmm. you have yourself dinner and drinks. So, well, Pickney Bend is. <laughs> I knew we were going to segue back into this. <laughs> Funny you, you mentioned gotten, this. <laughs> if you haven't gotten your Thanksgiving shopping done yet, Pickney Bend mm-hmm. I think is still open today. You should run out there right now and get it. Because I hope they're still open. They haven't like they, sent us booze in a while. Um, do you, wait, you mean like generally true. still open? Yes. Oh, I mean no, no. I mean like open on like a on Wednesday. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I mean they'll, they'll they'll be open on Black Friday as well. Just give Tara, yeah, just give Tara a call. She'll open up the store. <laughs> and her phone number is six three six. No, so if you haven't finished your Thanksgiving shopping yet, it's a good day if you are within driving distance, I guess, of Pickney Bend to go mm. there and get something. Because as we've discussed on previous ads, you are going to need it for your family gathering. Mm-hmm. I don't care how cool you think your family is. It's going to be cool, a little bit cooler. They're not cooler than booze. I don't really know Correct. where else to put it. <laughs> Correct. And the coolest booze on the block <laughs> is Pickney Bend <laughs> Distillery Booze. They are the perfect one for Thanksgiving. Their gin has a lot of Midwestern uh, specific ingredients. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got, um, I don't know, some leaves and some thi- I should have looked at the website for this, but the big, the flowers, big ingredient that I know, leaves, it's got flowers, aromatics. it's got leaves, it's got aromatics, and it's got turkeys. Mm-hmm. And they don't like, like to talk about that necessarily the right. rest of the year, but this is the time of year when they love it. <laughs> they put one full turkey in each batch of Pickney Ben, and by mm-hmm. my math, that means each bottle of Pickney Ben mm-hmm. gin mm-hmm. has, uh, let's see, it's either it's a leg one, or a wing. I think it's a leg. One, yeah. one eighth turkey. One, okay, so that's a leg or a wing. Could be, could be feathers, though. They do, they, they do not pluck before putting in because <laughs> there's no time. There's no time. There's clearly no time. <laughs> it's gin time. It's four in the morning. <laughs> let's start throwing shit in the ginnery. Let's get yeah. this going. We got all the smallpox out. It took a really long time to really mm-hmm. clean the smallpox. We don't have any more time. It's 3 a.m. Please just put the turkeys in, in the barrel. And they do. Mm-hmm. And so if you want that real Thanksgiving, the genuine the genuine mm-hmm. flavor of Thanksgiving in your Thanksgiving gin, there's no other mm-hmm. option than Pickney Bend Distillery. The only distiller that I know that uses, again, one whole turkey in each batch <laughs> of, their, of their gin year-round. And if you want to put a little extra kick of turkey in your Thanksgiving, you can go to P-I-N-C-K-N-E-Y-B-E-N-D.com. That's Pickney Ben's website. See what they have to offer. Uh, we love them. And go follow them on social media. You know what? Oh, follow them on social media. Don't 
don't talk about us there to them. Yeah. Oh God, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I don't really don't think they know this is going you, on. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they stopped listening some time ago, but do, do go follow them. They're on Facebook, they're on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, maybe other places, but uh, Pickney Bend, go check them out, be their friends and tell them that you love them and tell them that uh, we sent you. Don't, no, 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 uh, no, 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 don't tell, tell them, about them us. that Patrick told Mm-mm. you all about the turkey no. stuff. I don't, I weird. texted Tara like three months ago and it still has like the, it doesn't have the read receipt yet. Yeah. So. Mm. I don't know what happened Ooh. there. Yeah, I have a guess. I, I guess. also have a guess. So, um, but yeah, let them know the Clayton sent you. Do you. What do you think? Do you are you ex- I, do you like that? I'm. Do you think that I was- mean, <laughs> I was going to drink it anyway, but I'm going to drink it a little more now. If you know what I mean. I thought so. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, cheers to Thanksgiving. Cheers to uh, your family and your yeah, loved cheers ones. Cheers to Pinky Bend. You know, and cheers to I mean, really. for being brave enough to put raw turkeys, and they are—I want to say—they are raw, freshly, freshly killed. Sometimes not even all the way dead yeah. in their, in their, in their, uh, in the barrels. And um, cheers, Pickney Ben, for sticking sticking with us <laughs> for just so too long. Too long, now. really, for too long. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I would have dropped us. I mean, months ago. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Tara. Welcome to Is This a Ghost? I'm Clayton Smith, and every week I tell a real ghost story from real history to my real friend, Patrick Dean, who uh, doesn't take it real seriously. But he's getting there. Mm, you say that, but I don't know, maybe maybe in season three, but currently, no, I think we're I think we're pretty far off from that fact. Which season do you think we're in right now? Because we we're, do not We're in seasons, late season two. Know. We're in late. Okay. We're just, we're just about to sweeps. I believe. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. In your mind, where is the season line? Uh, the season line is uh, the calendar year. I think it's a calendar year. Oh, my God. Are you okay? I just... <laughs> <laughs> that is not professional. Woo, buddy. Man. I am. You know what I'm thankful for this year? You know what I'm thankful for? That that stopped about 50% of the way through. That's what I'm thankful for. <laughs> I was going to guess Zyrtec. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> new sponsor potential um no no if the pringles Boy. people aren't going to call me back i'm done with sponsors <laughs> okay well yeah. um i had a fun I had a fun thing at work the other day i i got a uh <clears throat> a request to to help help with something and i said oh, okay well you know s- send me the send me the schematics you know i'll, I'll take a look and see if i can help mm-hmm. and i and they send me the schematics and I open it up and I'm, I'm reading through it and at the bottom of it it says um it says, uh, I don't know what the year was. It says the schematics are for a machine called the Bird Blender. And I said, Oh no. I said, Ooh. Oh no. <laughs> I said, Ooh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and I, I sent I sent a note back to my colleague and I said, um, You're going to have to give me a bit of a warning before you send me <laughs> stuff like this. He goes, No, 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 no. It's not how you. It's not what you think. It's not what you think. And it's, it's how you. It's it's a it's a it's a yeah. mixer for birds. Yeah. <laughs> not what you thought. Yeah, it's like a sock hop for birds, except they all come on in pieces. Um, <laughs> no, it was it was a it, it was it was a blender for their feed. It turns out, and I was going to oh, conclusion. Oh boy, right? That yeah. is. Yeah, you so. you cannot call that a bird blender. I, you, I mean, seriously. I mean, it's a cool name, sure, sure. But if you're writing a post-apocalyptic novel, yeah. I can, why are you taking notes? Um, <laughs> nothing. Uh, so then, after I started this little hubbub at work, I started getting all kinds cool. of uh, all kinds of unsolicited Teams messages super. from colleagues 
um, with real bird blenders, which looks like. Have you ever seen a real bird blender? I okay. I just want to be clear. Are we? What are we talking about? Hold on, hold on I'm googling. Hold on. No, are we talking? Are we talking about real bird feed blenders, or are we talking about real blenders that blend birds? Shh, I'm searching. I don't want to. I don't. I don't like you having the power to show your screen. Is this what it's like to be you? Uh, hang when on. I show you my screen, hang on, hang on, oh God, hang oh on. Oh Let me find a good one. I'm gonna watch this like I watch a horror movie with Let my eyes between my one. fingers. Let me find a good one. Uh, boop, 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 boop. I would. Do they not let you open? Oh, great. We can't do that. Okay, let's move on. No, 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 no. This has been, this is, no, no. this is a failed experiment. That's fine. And, um, maybe next Thanksgiving. Open image in new tab. There we go. Beautiful. Okay, so how oh, do I God. share you? I don't know how what I was do... thinking. Starting a podcast with an engineer. No, this was a mistake. I... There, uh, from the get go. I just want to share this. So the fun Wait. thing is, so is this for feeder birds? <laughs> I really need to know. This. this is technically a bird defeatherer. So you put the expired bird in here if you're, you know, nice. And <laughs> uh-huh. and uh, what you can't really tell, all those little corn cob things in there, those are little rubber fingery little dildo type guys. No, that's exactly what they look like. Yeah. Thank you for describing that, but it is exactly because they sag a little bit. Like you would think they would just if they were corn cubs, they would just stick up, but they kind of sag a little bit like that. And what they yeah. do is they just sort of uh, they sort they of do this gently uh, waft the uh, the the feathers uh, away. They suggest to the feathers they yes. should uh, float away from the carcass. And the exactly. Say, yeah, at, at twelve hundred around twelve hundred revolutions per minute. Roughly. Can I tell you something? So you think you're showing me something shocking here, but you forget, my friend, that mm-hmm. I grew up in Villa Ridge, Missouri. Let me find you a different photo. No, let me tell you something <laughs> before you do, which may save both of us some trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a child, mm-hmm. our, so our, we had cows in our backyard, and it was our backyard, but they were not our cows. And we we let our neighbors who had a big farm graze their their cattle um, in our in our yard. Gosh, mm-hmm. so many so many pictures, and. Um, in return for that, we would get some some of the meat and, and stuff. Oh, so we a little would quid pro quo, some of the animals. Eh? Yeah, one of the animals that we <clears throat> then would uh, go and so they would like they would give us a lot of their their chickens that they they butchered, and we would go. We would be invited over to their farm to sure. engage in that process. Mm-hmm. And uh, my parents were like, "Yeah, our kids are." Seven, eight, and ten. Let's go do it. Yeah, let's and go. So let's go as a life a, lesson right As here. an extremely young child, I did go over <laughs> to their to their farm, and I watched them take a live chicken mm-hmm. who was uh, very happy to be mm-hmm. alive at that point. Just, I mean, I mean, I mean, love and life. You assume um, he could have had issues. You don't know. I suppose so, but this was not a factory farm. This was a good farm. <laughs> you know, as far as farm chickens go, this is a good one. And uh, the uh, you know they 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 did they took an axe and they chopped the head off and mm-hmm. then uh, the rumors are true the, the the chickens did they just kept running they just they didn't even know they were still so happy mm-hmm. they were just like this is great um freeze a bird still sounds they, happy I mean yep still running around and then once they finally um, decided they were a little sleepy and sl- right. flopped over mm-hmm. uh, then they would they take went their, to a, they, would, they went to a farm upstate after that right. 
Then they, oh boy, God, I wish, I wish, I wish. Every every fiber of my being wishes that was true. No, what they would do is right. they would actually they would then be grabbed up by the by the feet, mm-hmm. which I think is what you call the that chicken the footsies, feet. Yes, or the, the footsies, yeah, yeah, the tootsies. Yes, right. they were sorry, the, the piggies, the piggies of the of the chickens, and they would bring them over to a thing that looked like what you showed me, except inverted. So it was like if you took it and you popped it out, Let me and so it was it. a cylinder. I got more photos on the outside were right. those dildos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you could just twelve hundred RPMs of dildos, just yes. whip, 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 whip. and I thought, what's right. that? Mm-hmm. And that's um, and what it turns out, what it was, was um, they would they would turn it on, it would right. spin so fast, mm-hmm. and then they would they would uh, very very carefully mm-hmm. they would hold the chicken by the by the piggies, mm-hmm. and they would hold it kind of up to that, and it would just just it would just it would take all the feathers off. Well, sure, um, sometimes more than feathers. He didn't need the feathers anymore. Um, you know, little um, spoiler alert: he was done yeah. with the feathers. Yes, correct. So. Um, and as they're doing that, the little neck is flopping. And so I I did have a lot of questions for my parents mm-hmm. that day. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, that's farm life. And that's that's farm about life. the extent that mm-hmm. I got. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say the chicken is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to figure so. out how you end up with a fish fear out of all this. This is like... I like there are so many fears that should have should have been born out of all this, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna be afraid of fish. Actually, yeah, well, life is a mystery. (laughs) Everyone must stand alone. Uh, I hear you call my name, and it feels feels like home. That that song goes. That's probably that's a song. Yeah, that's Madonna, right? Do you want to hear a ghost story? I guess I got time. (laughs) I got time. I have how many fingers do I have left? Two one fingers left. One, one and yeah, a half. I, it's, yeah, one it's one. I've been generous. Do you want a refill? I want to have. This is actually all of the Pinky Ben whiskey I have left. Oh no! Isn't that awkward? Because like Tara listens to this show and she hears the she hears the level Ooh, getting lower. It is awkward because I don't right? think she does listen to the show. Mm. So <laughs> I think that might account for it. We did have that very very protective listener that um, emailed us about how horrified he was that Tara does not listen to our show. Yeah, uh, he or she and. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate our listeners being in our corner. Really, I do too. Yeah, I do too. And not in Tara's yeah, corner. There was a yeah. He did. Uh, he did. Um, I he was very forceful in our mm-hmm. recommendation that we we abandon picnic beds. <laughs> nice. Like, I appreciate your passion. Thank you for so much. For, thank you for listening to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that I <laughs> when you've got a sponsor who doesn't stop sending you whiskey completely, mm-hmm. you you keep them. Yeah. For a while, is my is my whole take, mm-hmm. but uh, but I do mm-hmm. appreciate the the passion of that one <laughs> listeners like they don't treat you right. Um, thank you, thank you. Yeah, friend. I think they treat us pretty fairly, to be honest with you. I mean, have you been listening to the show? It's very <laughs> reciprocal. It's very. <laughs> uh, oh boy! <clears throat> well, before we get to the ghost story, Patrick, mm-hmm. we are once again sponsored by our good friends at Smart Labels. You haven't gotten your Smart Labels yet, I know, because mm-hmm. I haven't brought them to you yet. However. I want to tell you, mm-hmm. they are. I've been playing with them more since last time we recorded that. They are, and I don't use this word lightly. Mm-hmm. Transcendent, really. They are transcendent. Interesting. If someone no. started a religion around the smart labels, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm not saying that I would like prescribe that religion, right. but I would say I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised that people thought that it was worthy of that. Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, where would you put it? Like, like you know, on a level of cult followings. Well, I don't know if we want to get into like. <laughs> comparing like <laughs> traditional cults and stuff. Right. I wouldn't call it a cult. I would call it, um, I would call it, um, a brand, uh, evangelist situation. Okay. Because they are, it's so good. It's so easy. Yeah. 
So I hope everyone listened to our ad last week on Smart Labels. But if not, mm. listen, I'll just, I'll, I'm going to run mm. through it again for you because it's so easy. So you have decorations that you want to store somewhere. And next year, you're not going to know where they are. No, because you were drunk when you put them away. Let's you were drunk when you got them out of the attic. You're yeah. drunk when you put them back in the attic. <laughs> you were all full you of have children, and you're <laughs> someone was caroling, and the eggnog you know was is- <laughs> just about to go bad. And you thought, "I need to drink forty-eight ounces of eggnog in the next six hours." I need to put this stuff away mm-hmm. in whatever hole I can find as soon as possible, so that I can get back to that glass. And who, God, who knows where that might have ended up? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So um, you can label your holes with oh no <laughs> yeah, that, that took a turn didn't it well you can label all you can label anything right so i'm not yeah. gonna say no but you can label anything right um all your <laughs> you, hidey holes yeah yeah all your hidey holes mine mm-hmm. is in the attic i have one in the attic i have one in the basement mm-hmm. i got one in the uh garage mm-hmm. and so smart labels gives you a really easy system to not have to worry about that so that you can go back to your wassail is it wassail wassail yeah it's not spelled like wassail but Spelled like wassail, right? Wassail, yeah. Wassail, yeah. But it's wassail. Right. I mean, you're a lot more English than I am, so I'm going to have to defer to, to you on That's that true. one. That's true. That's true. Let in me the, think about this. In the German, we'll tongue, in the German mm-hmm. tongue, we would have added about 14 different consonants to it at this yeah, point. Yeah, and they would have been shouted. They w- Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they would have meant, put the baby to sleep. And... <laughs> And uh, and whatever you want to put to sleep, whether it's babies or decorations, you can use smart labels. And so the way it works is you get a sheet of of QR codes, and you you peel one off and you put it on whatever it is that you're you're putting away for mm-hmm. the season. Whether it's your box of Thanksgiving decorations, whether it's your crib, I guess in Patrick's weird scenario, yeah, or just like um, a box of wet stuff. You know, who knows? Sure, Where'd sure. Maybe go? you're gonna be like when when this dries, I'm gonna want it back, but mm-hmm. not right now. So for let's now. put it away somewhere. Mm-hmm. For now. That's going to go uh, in the shed. And so you put a sticker on it and you take out the, your phone and you mm-hmm. download the Smart Labels app and you, you, you open the app, you scan the QR code, and then you put, you put all the information. You say mm-hmm. what's in the box. Mm-hmm. If you want to give the box a name, you can do that. Yep. You can take pictures of what's in the box. Mm-hmm. You can, um, you can put, take a picture of where the box is. You can type in, oh, it's in the attic. Oh, it's mm-hmm. in Patrick's weird wet yeah. shed. Is it wet? Anything you want. Is it dry? Yeah, that's up to you. And you put it there. And mm-hmm. so then next year when you're like, hey, where'd that wet stuff go? Mm-hmm. You just go into your app and type in wet stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you have and a list Patrick of all wet stuff in your life. Here. Yeah. <laughs> and you will find, if you scroll really, really far down through all the <laughs> wet a lot. stuff, if you're Patrick. <laughs> I'll be honest. You will find, it's a pretty broad find, classification. <laughs> it's like the classic, the we parked you. in the itchy lot of classifications in Patrick's basement. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, and then you'll find it. So smart. <laughs> Boy. Smart Labels uh, makes it all possible for you to have a really, really smart, easy, very simple storage solution for anything that you want. doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. If you want to put something away for a while and find it later and you don't want to go hunting for it later, use Smart Labels. You can go to their website. It's qrsmartlabels.com or something that's just as easy for them and maybe even easier for you. Go to Amazon. Just mm-hmm. search Smart Labels, one word. You will find them. Buy yourself a pack. Try it out once. I'm telling you, you will not regret it. It is really incredible. Patrick knows where all his wet things are, <laughs> and that's going to serve him. And honestly, in some ways, this whole podcast really well in like three years when he goes looking for them. All right, now it's it's time for a ghost story. Are you ready? <laughs> yes, Yoda. Yes, I am ready. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I was looking for a special because this, uh, as you know, as we've already discussed in mm-hmm. the Pick Me Bend ad, this is a – this is – Coming out the mm-hmm. day before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. which I did some math. 
since we drop our episodes on Wednesdays, this is the closest we will ever get to a Thanksgiving. Ever? It's also the furthest we'll get from a Thanksgiving. I mean, well, that's always on Thursday. Yeah. So, okay. So this can be the most Thanksgiving and the least Thanksgiving episode. Yes. And in a way, I've done that. So what I... <laughs> Stop jumping ahead. What I, <laughs> what I have put together for us tonight, Patrick, is a tale of, of true Thanksgiving by going back mm. to the first Thanksgiving to talk about that to talk about the first thanksgiving i really oh, okay. i really messed up yeah sorry i like, I, I ruined the tension yeah it's fine. yeah okay no, i can get tense again watch okay <clears throat> what i've done here patrick is i've i've decided to celebrate that and celebrate thanksgiving by giving us a ghost story of the first thanksgiving oh shit thank you okay. thank you that's good that was, that was right. that's gonna that's gonna sound great yeah. on the podcast thank <clears> you <throat> So here we go. In sixteen, in the year of sixteen alt seven, Archbishop Tobias Matthew, over in over in the UK, he went to the village of Scrooby. <laughs> <laughs> How can you live there and keep a straight face at all? <laughs> I mean, I mean, in, in, in I mean, their, the whole country is just yeah. In, in, in their defense, like Hanna Barbera is still several centuries away, so Scrooby Dooby Doo. <laughs> That's is, true. I mean, that's you, your your great grandchildren yeah. aren't going to see Scrooby Dooby Doo. So I think you're. <laughs> but the longer we bit. do this podcast, the more I understand Monty Python. Like why they were so funny is they just had to lean in. They just had yeah. to like half the humor is <laughs> it's you, there. It's the name. This is reading village names in yeah. England. Like that's <laughs> that's half of it. Oh, Graham Chapman, you genius. So Archbishop Matthew goes to the village of Scrooby in Nottinghamshire, mm-hmm. which is probably pronounced Nosher. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to get a lot of messages about that mm-hmm. at some point. It, it, it is funny to me that the Germans and the English both like continue making their names longer and longer and longer in the Welsh, really. And yet the Germans are like, no, we're going to say every single letter together. <laughs> but the English and the Welsh are just like, no, 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 no. There's no time. Yeah, we're going to cut <laughs> it out. <Yeah. laughs> so he goes, he goes to Scrooby and he starts arresting himself some Puritans. Oh, really? Busting heads? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Just him. Because I, I, he had he had friends. Yeah, boys. He brought, okay, he brought, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, this is an archbishop. Our, all archbishops have armies. Have boys. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, altar boys, the job of altar boy is hard because... <laughs> that's actually where the word boys comes from. It's not just the Sunday. From. I don't know yes. if you know <laughs> It's not just the Sunday thing where you like do the whole ringing the bells and stuff. It's also, you have to... Yeah, six more days in the week, guys. Fucking murderers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so he brings the altar boys and they start arresting some Puritans. Because King James I hated Puritans. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like Church of England or GTFO. Too pure. Too pure. Too pure. That's too the problem. Pure. Way too pure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Fuck those guys. But the Puritans were like, well, we don't, we don't really like being arrested. Right. So they were like, we, maybe we'll just leave. Because mm-hmm. it's hard to fight a king. If you are not another king, it's hard to fight a king. Especially in those hats. Honestly. Yes. Like, <laughs> they're not helping anybody. I mean, that buckle protects a very so small. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, hey, uh, well, it's dark out, but I can still see uh, three inches over your brain. So <laughs> that's a pretty good shot. So they get on up out of there. They, fl- they flee. Mm-hmm. And they flee to, any guesses? Uh, West Africa. No. No. The okay. Netherlands. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> you didn't mm-hmm. know that. I have no idea. 
I thought, I thought they went to America. I was being funny. Yeah, that was that was the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, and they went to the Netherlands. They liked it there. Okay, mm-hmm. they were able to practice their religion the way they wanted to. Mm-hmm. But they settled in a pretty busy city, um, which they did not like. So they were like, mm-hmm. "No, we are we're simple farmers. The busy pace of life makes us confused and scared." Mm-hmm. And so it was too busy for them. They didn't like it, and right. they also weren't thrilled that their kids were all growing up learning Dutch mm-hmm. and assimilating kind of into that culture. Ah, uh, I see. Because, I mean, like, it's, it's you know, the 17th century. If you settle in a city that's a little too big for you, there's literally everything else around. Like, <laughs> it's it yeah. historically pretty unpopulated at that point. So right. The really world? Just, you guys the go globe. Like a mile down the road. You mean? Sure. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Black Death had just um, swept through, so lots of free real estate. <laughs> so there's just I mean, so much space. <laughs> some fixer-uppers. You can really kind of stretch apparently. out, you know. <laughs> there's never been more acreage per capita than right after the Black Plague, and that's a historical fact. It's pretty much, you cr- we crawl out of the primordial ooze, and then from there it just keeps building until the Black Plague, and then it kind of comes back down there for a little while. Rats get a bad rap, but mm-hmm. they really did a lot for the retail, uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, 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 the realtor market. Is, yeah. The realtor. Thank you. Real, the realty market. Real, realist. Realtor. Real estate. Please cut all that. <laughs> we are three sentences in. Boy. Anyway, so they don't like that. They're also pretty close to England still, which does eventually become a problem mm-hmm. when one of the Puritan leaders, whose name is William Brewster, mm-hmm. he publishes an article that was very critical of King James. Mm-hmm. It's things like, I hate this guy and how he tries to kill us all the time and stuff. What's he publishing in? Yeah, publishing is a weird word. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it, like, <laughs> yelled well, from the shore? It, I don't really know what But people is. are yeah. reading it, so I don't really know what that means. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I wrote this on a piece of lamb's wool and passed it around the village, and now everybody's upset. I don't know who took it on the boat across to England, but I'm very angry about it. <laughs> Because King James hears about this and he's very, he's very mad. And he, mm-hmm. excuse me, boy, this show is going, this is, this is the wildest show we've ever done. <laughs> God. Um, it's very critical of King James and mm-hmm. the king does not like this. So he, he sends people to, uh, to arrest Brewster, mm-hmm. but Brewster escapes. Um, but they're all like, all the Puritans are like, well, me, okay. So, Maybe we should actually move somewhere farther away than this. Mm -hmm. And so they decide to set sail for the New World. Mm -hmm. Of course. Now, the Dutch, who are very nice uh, by all accounts, Mm -hmm. um, were like, uh, do you have a Dutch accent? Do you want to try to – can I feed this to you? Mm, It's like – it's it's kind of like South African. Sort of. It's it's a very it's not helping. Yeah, it's, it's very challenging. <laughs> I'm not going to try to Dutch. I, I I know a little bit of Scandinavian accent. And I don't think it's quite that. It's like okay. you come down a little from there. Like yeah. you cross Scandinavian with German, and that's pretty much. I wish I'll there. try almost anything, but I don't think I have quite enough Dutch range to even try. So I'll just yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah mm. <laughs> slash talent. <laughs> I'll say uh, so. The Dutch were like, oh, we well, we own some land over there south of Cape Cod. You could live there if you want. Ooh, it's like, South go, of Cape go Cod. There. That sounds yeah, nice. Pretty nice. Yeah. Very nice. I'll do that. But the pilgrims had a, quote, desire to avoid the Dutch influence. 
and also had no idea where the fuck Cape Cod was, which is... Had they known in advance, they yeah. might have had a different idea. <laughs> Can you point on this map what Cape Cod is? Is it north or south of the dragon? I do not know exactly. <laughs> um, so they said, uh, thanks, but no thanks. We want to raise our kids like Americans. Mm-hmm. And this is how MAGA started. So they all... So, <laughs> So the pilgrims, they go, they actually go back to, they go back to King James mm-hmm. and they're like, look, don't kill us. Listen, mm-hmm. let's have a conversation. You don't like us. Mm-hmm. We, don't we don't like, like you. you. Right. And we don't like jail. We have a solution. We will go to America. We'll go to the new world. Mm-hmm. It, will you let us set up a colony there in the English part of the new world? We will be so far away from you. Mm-hmm. We will probably die. Mm-hmm. You will never see us again. Can we do that? And James is like, sounds actually way easier than keeping you yeah. all in jail. I don't think there's cheaper. any newspapers that get published over there or lambskins. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, do it. Yeah. yeah Have yeah, fun, yeah. guys. Seriously. You're all going to die on the journey over. Anyway. <laughs> like, like 25% go. of you are going to make it. So, sure. Well, and at this point, I should note, there's only one European settlement. That's been established mm-hmm. in the new world at this point. Is it Roanoke? And that was Jamestown. Ah, yeah, okay. Yep. Yes. Uh, and that that didn't go great. And mm-hmm. we uh, we will circle back to Roanoke at some point because there's there's a lot to mine there for us. Um, so the king is like, yeah, yeah. you sure can go over there. <laughs> Into <laughs> the grinder up. you go. <laughs> Into the defeather, all of you. <laughs> so, so they go. So in 1920... The Puritans, they leave England in mm-hmm. order to escape religious persecution, mm-hmm. in order to become religious persecutors themselves <laughs> of just an extraordinary degree. And so they get on this boat. Mm-hmm. There are 102 passengers on the boat and about 30 crew members. Wait. They get on, what? How do... <laughs> hang on. Go on. How do you differentiate between like passengers <laughs> and crew members at this point? Like, well, you will remember, and I think what kind uh, of fucking listeners- carnival cruise line is this exactly? <laughs> I'm sorry, I paid for uh, the ocean view on the Mayflower, and that's well, clearly a know if you're a passenger or if you're a crew member. <laughs> and as you'll as you'll recall, and some listeners will recall, we did talk about this. I think a couple times because. Yeah. The uh, the Eastland disaster, mm-hmm. our live show at C2E2, we mm-hmm. talked about the, the Eastland boat mm-hmm. in the right. Chicago River. That was the biggest um, nautical disaster in the entire history of the world, mm-hmm. if you count only passengers, not crew. Ah, right. Yes, of course. I don't know yep. if you remember. You were uh-huh. there for yes. this. I don't know if you remember this, but I we, we both kind of blacked out a lot. I will be honest. Live yep. experience. Um, the <laughs> Titanic had way more deaths, but mm-hmm. it had... A lot of those deaths were crew members, and so passenger numbers only, the USS mm-hmm. Eastland, which, again, I do want to say toppled mm-hmm. over in the Chicago River, which I could literally throw a stone across, I cannot imagine passenger disaster. I cannot imagine what the release contract looks like to sign on as crew on a boat. If it's like literally, and if the boat shall sink, you shall not be counted as one of the dead. You shall be counted <laughs> you as shall part of die, the boat, in fact. However... <laughs> You shall be counted as a grain of a sack of grain. <laughs> and your value so, assessed as such. Your parents will receive one sack of grain for your life. <laughs> well, and the you know, the the the, the hilarious slash really terrible part of this for the for the Mayflower was mm-hmm. they knew exactly there were a hundred new passengers, solid number, mm-hmm. number of crew numbers, 
about 30. Hmm. They didn't. Okay. There's no record of how many crew members <laughs> were even on, on the boat. So that's, it's not great. It's not a great scenario for the crew. <laughs> But um, they all pile into the Mayflower, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you've heard of. But you, I don't know if I ever learned this. Um, if so, I probably forgot. It's a very small boat. I mean, it's quite small. Yeah, like 130 people. It sounds like a lot of people, but you can fit 130 people on a pretty small boat. And I can't imagine mm-hmm. the design of like ocean going vessels in 160, whatever the fuck. Uh, mm-hmm. was designed for comfort at all. I mean, you're probably no. like sleeping on top of the dude next to you. So I think maybe literally in this case, because the May- <laughs> do you want to, do you want to guess how long the Mayflower was? Or do you want me to just tell you? I'm going to guess a hundred feet, just round numbers. Basically. Yes. 106 <laughs> feet, 106 <laughs> feet. That's less than one foot per passenger mm-hmm. in like, now I don't know how wide it was, but that's, right. that's not a big boat mm-hmm. friends. If you like for reference, if you watch football, American mm. football, right. that is one third of a football field. <laughs> that is a very small boat, and mm-hmm. there are 132 mm-hmm. people on board. Right. Well, I'm sure they're only on it for a couple days, right? Yeah, I think the transatlantic flight was pretty short. Let me check yeah. your do do. Oh my god, two months! <laughs> <laughs> so well, it's yeah. I. It's so have stunning. you ever been to a party and it's like a little too busy and you're like, you know, we should get out of here in the next ten minutes or so? Imagine doing that for uh, most of a semester of school. Like that's <laughs> yeah, that's really where we are here. <sighs> that's exactly where we are here. Mm. So it wasn't a great <laughs> journey. Yeah, um, a great party, but not a great journey. I would say. Oh, these are Puritans, so it was not a great party. <laughs> <laughs> So this was in... Uh, Did that touch my wainscot? Oh, my. <laughs> we must have a trial. A very long, boring trial. <laughs> I, at one point, said 1920. This is clearly not 1920 when the Puritans mm. came over. It was 1620. I'm going to change my notes. You should. Um, thank you. For so the this wiki. was the 17th Appreciate century. For the Yes. <laughs> Jen, Jen, who was putting mm. together a wiki. He's all going to um, upload, by the way. Yes. Mm. For sure. For sure. For sure. Anyway, so this is the 1600s, and so um, it's not a good journey. So in this time, uh, I mean, even now, if you want to sail from England to America, mm-hmm. that's not like an easy thing to do. It takes a bit. I mean, it takes a few. It weeks, takes a I while. Yeah. It's fine, you yeah. know. But um, there's the the weather is not always great, mm-hmm. and at this point in 1600s, mm-hmm. the biggest the biggest concern mm-hmm. is pirates, which is obviously super cool. Right. But yeah. you don't want pirates. that. Yes, we well, yeah, yeah. from from our perspective, mm-hmm. pirates very cool. A plus, very, very cool. cool. They have fucking Lego sets about pirates now. Oh my I god! Mean, like, <laughs> so they must be yeah. the best. <laughs> so, would you rather meet up with pirates or Ninjago or the Lego friends? That's really or the, the question. Dinosaur here. thing? Yeah. What's the dinosaur set? That's that seems really dangerous. Yeah. So, unfortunately, they did not meet up with the Lego friends. They met up with. The pirates. <laughs> so, in order to not meet up with uh, the Ninjago mm-hmm. and or pirate Legos, mm-hmm. they took a wide. They went north. They took a kind of a northern a northern trip, mm-hmm. which um, you know is is fine because pirates don't go north. But you know why pirates don't go north? Because it's fucking forbidding up north. Yeah, yeah, because it's <laughs> fucking cold and terrible. So you're really choosing your uh, you're choosing your battle there. Mm-hmm. They swung north. It was good until they hit some rough 
and mm. very cold weather. Mm. I mean, the good news is that you're like standing chest to back for 60 fucking days. <laughs> you're so, pretty lodged in. Yeah. So you're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> the warmth is not the issue here. You're you're basically standing at like a like a bus stop for <laughs> yeah, for two months. <laughs> so it's it's like when you're a kid and your parents pile you in the back of a station wagon with your cousins. Yeah. And you're like, there's only three seat belts, yeah. and they say, ah, you're all, all tight. You shut there. the fuck up back there. <laughs> Just squeeze in. You're not going anywhere. One of you like tight. my cigarette, and the other one handed back. <laughs> um, so that was basically the situation. They hit some really rough and cold weather, mm-hmm. and the Mayflower ended up sustaining some pretty severe storm damage halfway mm. through. Um, halfway through the trip, the passengers hit a storm, uh, it, which which threatened to tear the boat apart, but they saved it by using, quote, a great iron screw. <laughs> I have no additional information. <laughs> he was he was the hardest opponent in Mike Tyson punch out until you got to Mike Tyson. The great iron screw. When you had to fight the great iron screw, that you was go, woo, 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 yeah. boom. Yeah, yeah. Woo. He, was, he was tough. <laughs> oh boy, there was another storm after the after this that was so strong it swept one of the passengers named John, John Howland mm-hmm. uh, swept him into the ocean. Mm. Now, this guy is the luckiest fucking bastard in the history of the planet. He managed to grab one of the ship's lines as he flew off the boat. Jesus. And so he grabbed a rope and mm-hmm. was just like being hauled through the ocean yeah. on this rope. And so they pulled him <laughs> back in. So he was actually fine, um, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, mo- these are all, again, these are all, you know, religious nerds yeah. and they've never it's a very been. generous word to put to put yeah you know like a like a you know 17th century religious nerd yeah you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and they had clearly never been on a voyage like this so a lot of them were getting very seasick mm-hmm. which i don't fault them for certainly i'm sure i would be throwing my guts out yeah um but there was one crew member on the boat who was a real dick about it <laughs> and he kept laughing at them and kept like making fun of them and calling mm-hmm. them weak and you know oh, mm-hmm. first time sailing and they're like yeah. yeah people like keep stopping the karaoke performance and like pointing at people and, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway so that miserable fuck got sick and died <laughs> and he was the only person to die the entire voyage really oh my god yes unbelievably the only person to die was the one who was making fun of everyone else for being seasick well yeah and, uh, and the Puritans said uh, basically what I think you're insinuating with mm-hmm. your well is that mm-hmm. God had punished him for being an asshole. Mm-hmm. And so he deserved it. Mm-hmm. After 66 days at sea, the Mayflower reaches Cape Cod. And they stay on the boat, of course, but they, they're sort of scouting out the place. And they're looking around Cape mm-hmm. Cod. And, and they're like, nah. Dude, you could not keep me on that fucking so. boat. 66 <laughs> days. With my butt pressed up against every other dude on that boat, I would be fucking <laughs> swimming 10 miles <laughs> to get onto land. I don't care if there's goddamn dinosaurs over there. I am getting onto grass. Say, it is, you know, yeah. I, it's important to, to, to remember that, you know, this was the, this was a, this was a, this was a wilderness mm-hmm. in every, every sense of the word. I mean, they, and, this is a brand new, giant, terrifying swath of land. As someone who has not, eaten anything but mushy food for six days you could not keep me on that fucking boat there is no way in hell i would do the goddamn michael phelps backstroke for 10 miles to get eaten by dinosaur i really don't care well they are well they're all virgins so well, they're yeah. like let's well, just stay safe <laughs> so. 
I have a life of denying so. myself of things. So what's one more thing? Sure. Yeah. So, so, so they're like, I don't think so. So they sail mm-hmm. up. I don't want to get my buckle wet. Anyway. <laughs> and I mean that in several senses. <laughs> Let's go get our buckles wet, boys. Woo! <laughs> so they sail up the coast and uh, they're just scoping out the land. And they eventually dock the boat at the Mayflower at mm-hmm. uh, what is now known as Plymouth, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say these idiots on this boat, they they got real lucky because mm-hmm. they stumbled on to a place that had until recently been a settlement for a group of Native Americans, mm-hmm. uh, a tribe called, when I, I'm going to... Yeah, butcher I'm just gonna, this is yeah. a blanket, yes. Yeah. Butcher everything mm-hmm. that is uh, Native American related here, 100%. Mm-hmm. I don't mean any offense by it. Right. I don't know any better. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I'm going to do all this phonetically. Go on. Uh, <laughs> having said that, Patrick, let me copy paste. I'll put this in the chat. You can Please. read it. No, actually, that's more I'll dangerous. I'll do it. It's fine. No, it's uh, <laughs> uh, the Wampanoag. That sounds and, very, uh, that's, that's very accurate. Thank you. I'm glad you said that. It's pretty, gosh, Wampanoag, it's pretty widely assumed that the, like, wow, you knew that. Did I you did know that? The Wampanoag? Yeah, of course. I went huh. to Catholic How'd school, you know bro. That? It's like Thanksgiving for I the whole too. month we of November. We didn't really talk about the indigenous side of things. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like we the religious to be persecution side. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we only talked about like the, the, the fun, happy side, you know, the cardboard, yeah. the card, the, the, the construction paper feathers and shit. So. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty widely assumed that if the Wampanoag had, had still been in that area, um, they would have chased the Puritans away. Mm-hmm. Or maybe... I was going to say, chase worse, them away? Know. Chase them yeah, into the I mean, fucking best ocean? Case <laughs> best case really scenario, <laughs> get out of here. Worst case scenario, like, yeah. come on. Because, um, you know, they've they've had experiences with Europeans. We'll talk about that soon. Mm-hmm. But they're, these are not the and first... And not positive time. experiences. Oh, no. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, but it turns out mm-hmm. European explorers um, that they had already encountered had uh, they'd done their work. They had, and I want to make a distinction just so we're uh, if anyone's confused about um, history. So the Puritans and Jamestown those are settlements where people are meant to stay and live forever, right? But there have been earlier than that and throughout that um, explorers who come they'll dock and they'll get off the boat and they'll just like hike in. Right. They'll go. Sure. They're not making a settlement. So this is not this is the second permanent settlement, but mm-hmm. it is not by any means the second group of Europeans to to land on uh, Sure. Yeah. Plenty of YouTubers and Red Bull <laughs> folks that have been here for a long time. Yeah, you know, it's kind of <laughs> They really are the the, <laughs> <laughs> the TikTok uh, influencers of of 1608. Oh. God, that's very good um, and very true. But uh, so European explorers had already spread some sickness uh, that away. And not long before the Mayflower landed, a whole bunch of, of Native Americans had been wiped out all along the coast, basically clearing the space for the pilgrims. Um, and interestingly, it had been long believed that smallpox is what killed the natives. We've made lots of jokes about mm-hmm. that on this podcast. But new analysis shows it may have been something called leptospirosis. Mm. Now, what does that do? Thank you for asking. <laughs> Leptospirosis is a bacterial infection that can lead to Wheels disease, W-E-I-L, apostrophe mm. Wheels disease, which causes jaundice, kidney failure, and bleeding from the lungs. Mm. So I don't... I don't I mean, think you not, bounce back from that. It's that not better like than smallpox. Yeah. No. No. There's no, there's, no, there's, no, there's no good way to go here. <laughs> um, but it was a lucky break for the pilgrims who now had this like uh, open land that was already kind of an establishment mm-hmm. for some smelled a little folks. funny admittedly but you know <sighs> Christ. 
tough joke to make. <laughs> so unlike explorers who would dock their ships and go wandering, Plymouth was, of course, meant to be a permanent settlement. So, uh, gosh, I have notes about Jamestown. Mm-hmm. We've already talked about that. Land had so been cleared. Do, 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 do. Uh, yep. A Walgreens was there. I mean, it's, it sounds like it was, you know, moving ready. street from that, fucking Dwayne Reed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's like, what do you, come on, come on, man. <laughs> So the Pilgrims set about building a town, right? Mm-hmm. It was a permanent settlement. Right. Uh, they liked Plymouth as a location because it seemed pretty good from a uh, defensive position. It's centered on two hills that stand right next to each other, two mm-hmm. really big hills. Right. So their plan was to build the houses on one hill, mm-hmm. which they called Cole's Hill. Mm-hmm. And the and other then, hill, they're like... you poop on the other hill. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. The other hill was the pooping <laughs> hill. No, the other hill, uh, they're going to build a fort. They called that hill Fort Hill. So, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You build... What? I'm a little confused here. So, you have two hills. Two hills. There are different hills. Like, there's a valley in different, between. One hill and then right. another hill, yes. One hill, you're like, I'm going to build all my fortifications and the guns and, the like, they get the fuck away from me shit over there, right? Yes. The other hill, you're like, that's where I'm going to, like, put my kids. Yes. <laughs> Just... Now... Mm-hmm. It's you really, think that's weird? It's really amazing anybody let these people out of Europe. Really? Because, I mean, it seems like they would have been very, very successful, uh, productive individuals. Really. I got to tell you, mm-hmm. I love that you're calling this out because it's going to get even worse than that in just a second. <laughs> in that same very specific way. <laughs> Why so the fuck do we that. fortify the hill we don't live on? God damn it. <laughs> what I'll say is, uh, as a preview, the hill they live on... Mm-hmm. They treat like garbage. Right. Sure. Of course. You shit where you sleep. Okay. Makes sense. I, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so they, so Coles Hill, Fort Hill. So they're building all this infrastructure while they're doing it. Clearly they have no houses to live on. So they're living on the Mayflower. Now that was not very good because. <laughs> <laughs> thought you'd be a big man and drain the rest of your I glass in one and- sip. Huh? <laughs> All into my eyeballs. <laughs> oh, boy. Pickney Ben. Do you want to feel it in your eyeballs? <laughs> P-I-N-C-K-N-E-Y-B-E-N-D dot com. Slash eyeballs. Um, Slash eyeballs. Boy, so <laughs> where are we here? Uh, oh, so they're building. While they have to build everything, they have to live in the Mayflower. There's nowhere else to go. They still so they're live living- on the boat. Really? They're still living on the boat because wh- what else are they going to do? It's, shit is this? I, I don't, <laughs> it's, it's the most stable structure, right? And so... I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, fuck, the, 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 the 60 foot long boat that they've been living on for three months is more stable than earth i i I don't really understand the the idea here oh i didn't oh this this may help actually this is an important detail uh next line is uh because they had landed at plymouth on december 21st ah i see okay yes sorry so it's not like they're like camping out like in the summer right right now they did realize again i'm assuming here they understand concepts like north and south and weather and whatnot if they had just kept on going south it gets a little bit warmer Miami, yeah. Miami, December twenty first. I don't know if they knew that Miami shorts existed. weather down there. You know, <laughs> that's true. I mean, you just keep on going, dude. But shorts are indecent, so you well, can't go to I'm, where I'm you sorry, wear shorts. I'm sorry. Ankle weather, ankle weather down there, boy. <laughs> yeah, that's pushing it. That's pushing it. Yeah. 
Yeah, this was a this this trip was really fucked. I they, it's so badly mm. planned. Like we're gonna get there mm. in yep. the fucking right at the start of the worst winter. Yeah, right. I, worst part of. I've never for. understood this point. Like all the Europeans, like you deal with all the winter and shit like that, and they just and they sail. Do west. Way. They go like yes, straight right. fucking west. And they're like, ah, oh, I guess this is as good as it gets. I mean, I see the uh, land keeps going south warm. from here. And also, these people have empires everywhere. They yeah. know that it's hotter south. <laughs> they know that. They've yeah. enslaved people down there. They know yeah. that it's warmer there. But, I mean, the earth could also just drop off down there. And then... <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, That's a good point. Space. Awesome. Space is cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dragons Famously. also could be down there. So <laughs> yeah, every time but they go like there we go. hot due breath. West. Yeah, could be warmer. Uh, I don't know. So they do this. It's December twenty first. Mm-hmm. So it's f- it's fucking freezing. So like we can't camp. We have to wait until we build structures. But also, it's hard to build structures in the middle of goddamn yeah. winter. Yeah. So let's walk north across, of Cape Cod. Yeah. So let's walk across the ice back to the boat, and where it's very nice and comfortable. It's insane. Where everybody's standing. It's, in- up. it's such bad planning. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and there was some, you know, this isn't a huge thing, but like they, the weather was so bad. They couldn't even start building their houses until December 23rd. Not like two days is much different, but Mm. you want every minute that you have because your other option is living on a boat in Massachusetts. With 64 guys named John and they all have acoustic guitars. (laughs) And I don't think anybody (laughs) wants to spend Christmas (laughs) that way. (laughs) So, so, uh, so they're there and, uh, and again, you know, New England winters are clearly not great. Mm-hmm. There's 102 people on this boat plus 30 plus about 30 crew members. <laughs> <laughs> they're, so they're cold and they're wet. There's germs and bacteria everywhere, which mm-hmm. I don't even know anything about at this point. Right. Yeah. They those are definitely there. need to get those onto the land to give to the natives before <laughs> yeah. they get too cold. We're so antsy. Come yeah. on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> These petri dishes uh, are, are freezing. <laughs> God. Um, they're getting scurvy on the boat as they mm-hmm. wait. Didn't bring enough citrus. Mm-hmm. So, again, they're 100. And, so, at this point, the 102 people on the boat and 45 of them died over the next month. Mm-hmm. Well, now, you'll, you'll notice a couple of things. Number one, mm-hmm. that's a big percentage. It's almost half. It is. Number two, when the stats say there were 102 people on the boat, they do not count for any of the crew. Right. So we have no idea. The crew is so expendable. Right. They're like, well, there are 102 people on the boat, and I guess also some crew members. <laughs> I don't know. We didn't like they're automatons or something like that. I don't know. They're like robots. I don't know what they do. One of them runs it's the karaoke. Ideal. Another one runs the the cash bar. Um, <laughs> not ideal. <laughs> um. Gosh, we have so much more to go. Really? Yeah. Do you think it should be a two part episode? <laughs> feeling like it. it might have to be um no it's a thanksgiving episode we should press on yeah, yeah. just like the pilgrims did sorry listeners <laughs> we've ruined your holiday and we'll do it again so 45 of them die mm-hmm. um now on the bright side they have to build fewer houses <laughs> <laughs> Which is a joke, but also is true. Uh-huh. And, and honestly, a- <laughs> as like a second tier advantage, I have a lot of people I can use as cordwood to build the other houses. So, so by the end of January, they were pleasantly surprised to find, hey, we now have enough houses to house everyone who is mm-hmm. still living. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it goes a lot faster mm-hmm. when uh, half your people die. Mm-hmm. Now, they buried those 45 bodies on Coles Hill. Mm-hmm. So back to our earlier discussion. So yep. we've got Fort Hill, which right. is where the defensive the goes. We've got Coles. Right. Yes. Coles Hill, where the houses are. Who's Cole? And then, Who's Cole? I don't know. Was and then Cole Coles like, Hill. Yeah. No. And then also Coles Hill is where the, the dead people go. Why would you put that in the fort? Now, or why would like you put anywhere it, else? Why would you put it anywhere? anywhere else? You in are the fucking in the ocean. There is no one in this country. You have thousands of miles to explore, and to, you could bury these people anywhere. Mm-hmm. They put them next to your houses. Yeah. There's never been a time when Europeans had more opportunity to spread out to bury their dead yeah. people than this, mm-hmm. and they buried them. On Coles Hill. Mm. So, I mean, anyway. honestly, even just rolling them down Coles Hill, just roll them down until they stop rolling. And then that's, well, you know, we'll see how that works that out is. for them. Actually, yeah. as a matter of fact, <laughs> thank you for bringing that up. That's going to, that's foreshadowing. Um, now the pilgrims actually met their first native American on March 16th of, uh, of that year, 1621, mm-hmm. uh, a man named Samoset, who had learned English from trappers. He, he very brazenly walked into the settlement and mm-hmm. said, welcome Englishmen, which I would say in hindsight is a pretty big whoopsie. Yeah. I mean, what would you have said if you were Samuel set in this, in this case, I would have said, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Uh, maybe something like, um, it's okay. Jeremy can fix that. <laughs> Keep, keep going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe. Jen, you're going to want a big, a big, a big icon there. Big toilet icon. Uh, I would maybe walk in and maybe and say something like, have you ever heard the wolf cry <laughs> to the blue corn moon? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Or. <laughs> now, things were generally already a little tense between uh, the the settlers and the natives. The this tribe had already had a few run-ins with the Europeans. They didn't go great. So, um, so the Pilgrims and the Native Americans established a formal peace treaty. Everyone's like, "Can we just agree to be cool?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everyone's like, "I think so." Okay, yeah. And so it was that in that fall. Several months later, either October or November, the pilgrims decided to have a big old feast of Thanksgiving. Mm. They had a great year. Had a great year. They, they invited the Wampanoag, and uh, the party lasted for three days. Which, I'll be honest, sounds like too long. I mean, we've had three-day benders before. But if it's with your friends, that's yeah, great. Absolutely. If it's with yeah. your with your church. Uncle, that's too long. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you get one yeah. hour on Sunday. I don't really know about three <laughs> fucking days. Um, so the party lasts for three days and it's great. And everyone has a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, later, of course, the settlers would sort of ruin the whole area. Um, they and would take the more country. land. Uh, they didn't like <laughs> yeah. that. And they took the country and the rest mm-hmm. is us, I guess. Um, anyway, that's Thanksgiving, but they've got all these dead pilgrims buried under Coles Hill. Hmm. Now, the hill was eventually deeded to Samuel Fuller. He was the colony's physician, and he just now owns this hill. Okay. I don't have any details about that, but later the hill became... We're done with this hill. You can have it, Sam. That's not... Yes. Hey, take this hill. He's like, all right, what the fuck am I going to do with this? Uh, Later, Cole's Hill becomes the property of a man named James Cole. 
And they're like, well, that's a coincidence. This is great. <laughs> no, so this is the man for whom uh, Cole Hill is named. Okay. I don't know what they called it uh, before this, but um, now Living Hill, I assume. Yep. Living or, Hill, uh, which Death is awkward. Hill, Home yeah. Hill. <laughs> Human Body Hill, Living, yep. and then in parentheses, Living mm-hmm. or Dead. Yeah. Anyway, so James Cole by, uh, gets to the hill, and um, he opens up a tavern on the hill, and everyone everyone loves that. Sure. Puritans, yes. alcohol. You'd be surprised. Peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Peanut butter and pickles. Uh, so in 1637, the town cemetery was officially moved to a different hill. Because <laughs> like, we gotta, we gotta, we should probably stop burying I our mean, people. That's not just like a update on Google Maps type thing. There's a bit of a mechanical <laughs> process that goes on there. Well, you would think so. However, I'm here to tell you. Mm-hmm. So in 1637, they're like, we should start burying people somewhere else to a new hill. There's a third hill. And so they start burying people. Three hills hill. in America? What the fuck? <laughs> would you like to take one guess at what this new hill was called? Mm, graveyard Hill. That's my so guess. So close. <laughs> Burial Hill. <laughs> <laughs> so they start they start burying the newly dead bodies there on, on Burial I mean, hill. why bury them on the hill? Like, you got to take them all the fucking know, way up there. Well, but you have to take them all the way up there either way, right? Because you got to get over the hill if you want to take them somewhere else. Because it's it's water, hill. Ah, there's no, okay. There's no, okay. like, yeah. Okay, that's fair. So, that's fair. Yeah. So they probably started dragging people up the hill. They're like, fuck this. Yeah. We'll just bury them right here. <laughs> this is high as we go. <laughs> so they started burying new bodies in Burial Hill, and uh, it sure did fill up. Mm-hmm. Now, this is obviously 150 years later, but um, one such example of how it filled up was the day after Christmas in 1778. There was a big storm, and a boat called the General Arnold tried to make its way into Plymouth Harbor, mm-hmm. but they hit a sandbar, <clears throat> um, so now they're stuck. And this icy storm is bearing down. Mm-hmm. There are about 100 Revolutionary War soldiers on board. Uh, Americans, right? People yeah, who are rebe- rebelling yeah. against the British. Sure, yeah, the good ones, yeah. Mm. And uh, and it's a it's a bad storm. It's not looking good. So Captain James McGee, this Irishman who's who's running this ship, tells his men, put put the rum in your shoes, boys. Let's prevent the frostbite. <laughs> so they've got these barrels of rum. Mm-hmm. He's like, put it in your shoes. It'll prevent frostbite. Sure. Yeah. The men are all like, no, rum is for mouths. No, we- <laughs> but we've it's been drunk already. <laughs> I'll put there's no rum. I'll put mine in your shoes and you put yours in my shoes. All right. I uh, do again. feel like I need to throw sure. up in like First three seconds. Pass Hold on. Through my body, Give me your shoe. Give me your shoe. <laughs> um so most of them just drank it all instead. Right. And then they all froze to death. Seventy of a hundred men froze to death. Bad odds. But 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 30% chance isn't that bad. Really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, this was Look. a big day for Burial Hill. Mm-hmm. They- <laughs> this is the, this, this is actually where the origin of Black Friday comes from. This is the Black Friday <laughs> for Burial Yee. Hill. 70% off. <laughs> so they, <laughs> so they, they took out the 70 people out of uh, 100 who died and they mm-hmm. put them in a, they put them in a 60 foot wide mass grave. Hmm. Okay. Like we tasteful. do appreciate what yeah. you're doing for this country. Yeah. We do want you to have a burial. Uh, however, we do not want to catalog yeah, any of no, you. No, there is a lot of it's, work to do with that. <laughs> so. so they put him in a mass grave, which sucks. 
But um, anyway, so that's just one. Anyway, so even though the people of Plymouth in the 1600s had made Burial Hill their new cemetery, Mm -hmm. they didn't move the old berries off of Colts Hill. Sounds very complicated. Sure. Yes. So they just like, we'll just leave these bodies here. And again, these are the, these are the fucking pilgrims. These are the first people. Right. To, these are the important people. These are, these are, you know, historically speaking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. These are John big deals. one, John two, John seven, John seventy seven. There, so yeah. there are I read through so many <laughs> lists of names. There are so many fucking Johns, <laughs> but they're all in close up. They're like, we're not going to move them. Um, and nor did they put up any signage that was like pilgrims are buried here. I mean, kind of. So there's the nothing value. there. I really? guess so. Yeah. That's true. Cole himself was like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. We don't need to do that. Yeah. So before long, people basically forgot there actually even were bodies there. Mm-hmm. So fast forward a hundred years later or so in the year 1735, um, there is a big, big, big storm, a huge storm at Plymouth. It was an absolute deluge. And, uh, I'm just going to read a passage from a man named John Goodwin who, uh, wrote a book in 1879, of course, as they all were, this was John Goodwin. Um, it's okay. Jeremy cut that out. Toilet time. How God, your children are so well hydrated. I love that. I think it's we should we should celebrate that. <laughs> anyway, I, I, so, I'm gonna do a PSA later about this. But like Yeah, good, good. Kidney health is important. Seven gallons of water a day. <laughs> just a touch of scotch before bed, and they will pee the bed all night. And also sleep. Blessedly. Blessed, blessed sleep. So John Goodwin wrote a book called The Pilgrim Republic in 1879, and here's a, here's a passage from it. Quote, in a storm of 1735, a torrent pouring down Middle Street made a ravine in Coles Hill and washed many human remains down into the harbor. Mm. In 1809, a skull with especially fine teeth was exposed. <laughs> Fine, <laughs> valuable teeth. Yeah. In, mostly in 18... fit mine. <laughs> I say that for no particular yeah. reason. However, my teeth now pretty fine. Yeah. Um, in 1855, these grades were exposed in laying the public conduit on Colds Hill. In one grave lay two skeletons pronounced by surgeons, male and female. The man had a particularly noble forehead, and it was fondly surmised that there were the remains of Mr. and Mrs. Carver. These found a new grave on Burial Hill, but the other relics, with barbaric taste, were placed in the top of the stone (laughs) canopy over Forefather's Rock. (laughs) A little bit more. He shows up with two wheelbarrows. Like, these are the noble bones? These are the barbaric These are the bones. <laughs> Your forehead looks a little barbaric from <laughs> a taste. You go oh, in boy. the blue wheelbarrow. You that look becomes- nice, though. Very pretty. <laughs> this is not, no offense to you. Yeah, no offense. But you, you go in the yellow wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, he continues, in 1879, during some work on the southeast side of the hill, many more bones were unearthed, and some with questionable taste, were carried away by the spectators in remembrance of their, quote, renowned sires. Mm-hmm. And delicious super So quality. there's a lot happening here. Um, yes, some bones were taken away. From, so so over the, basically over the course right. of like the next century, 
all these things are happening where people are finding bones. There's a big storm which mm-hmm. washes all these bones into the harbor. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what are these bones? Yeah. And then people are digging holes. And they're like, what are these bones? And other mm-hmm. people digging other holes. are like, what are these bones? Mm-hmm. Um, now, one of these said uh, they put the... Oh, gosh. They put some of the bones on top of the um, the canopy over, mm-hmm. uh, what do they call it? Forefathers Hill? Yeah, Forefathers Rock. Mm-hmm. I have a picture of this canopy. Would you like to see it? Sure. Why not? The answer is yes. Here it is. Okay. So this looks very this, like gothic see, and typical. Okay. Yes. It's a tall kind of four-sided structure mm-hmm. yep. that is basically, you know, a, a granite, I don't know, tent sort of yeah. over this rock, which is, this is Plymouth rock. They call it forefathers uh, rock. Okay. This is Plymouth okay. rock. This, yeah. So okay. this is like, uh, like the landmark for Plymouth rock. That's the yes. rock. That's okay. the rock. That's the actual rock. And yep. this is like the thing protecting the rock. Now they took the bones protecting and put them the rock. Like really? I know it's Honestly. a fucking rock. It's like your whole deal is to be fine. Yeah. That's you're protecting the, whole, the rock <laughs> with like easily 150 tons of rock. Of rock. Of rock. <laughs> I don't really know what you expect to happen here exactly. Like, are they going to yes. nuke it from orbit or something? It's, it, it looks okay. Yeah, the rock is fine. Mm-hmm. It is rock. However, um, this passage suggests they took the bones and put them either in the, like, upper part of this or sure. on the roof of this. And just like, here are some bones. <laughs> we'll put them on top of here. Which is wild. Concrete, which is famously expensive, needs to be supplemented with bones. (laughs) So, boy. So, I don't know. So, there's the the first place they put the bones was there, Mm -hmm. which is uh, is really something. Right. And they took the wheelbarrow over to the next block, and they were like, where else needs bones right now? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Gosh, what else? And then in 1883, a workman was digging. So, this is 200 years later. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, 250 years later, a workman was digging some post holes near a house on Coles Hill, and he's shoveling out dirt. And he's tossing out spades of dirt, mm. and one of the spades of dirt had a skull in it. Sure, and he was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> because again, no one knows that the pilgrims are buried here because no one has marked it. Right, like for 200 years, people have been digging up yeah. pilgrim bones, <laughs> and no one has been like, "Hey, we should tell people there are pilgrim bones yeah. here." <laughs> It's the most insane thing. I can't wrap my brain around it. People at this point are like, can we please do something about these fucking bones? <laughs> we can't keep digging up bones. Um, and so uh, uh, there, God, I, it's, there's like some level of, of, trish, of um, oral history that is like, oh, we do, we do talk about how the pilgrims, the, the you know, the people who, again, we still study today, mm-hmm. They did come here and they died and they were buried. We mm. should we should make it more clear, I guess, that they were buried here where we live and right. where we dig holes under and the target stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's so crazy. And so so it took so again, they landed there in 1620. Mm-hmm. It took until 1920, 300 years before someone was like. Should we put a sign here? <laughs> and so, oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah. So they, the sign was there in 1884. Okay, that's was cool. when they were like, let's put a sign. Yeah. So 250 years later, and then in 1920, they're like, I don't know if a sign is just going to cut it. Mm-hmm. And so in 1920, they built a giant sarcophagus, mm. and they collected all the pilgrim bones they had, mm. and everyone had a few. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're going to put a big bucket out in the town square <laughs> from November 1st to November 23rd, oh and God. everyone can throw their bones everyone. in the bucket. No questions asked. Honestly. Yep. <laughs> it's like a. It's like if you find a kidnapped baby, They. Mm-hmm. this is the fire The fire station yep. for that. You just drop your bones. <laughs> and they did. They put them all, they put the bones into the mm-hmm. sarcophagus. And uh, and they sealed up. That's what's in there now. So that that so that sarcophagus mm-hmm. is on Coles Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so as you can imagine, these the the Coles Hill and Burial Hill are just fucking. They're a clusterfuck of ghosts. Um. So let's just go through. This. So in Coles Hill, people see ghosts all over the place. Mm-hmm. They are disembodied voices. There's moaning, mm-hmm. doors opening and closing, mm-hmm. screams, a random leg here and there. You know, yes, a I mean, all the kind hits. of prancing by. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the Mayflower Society house is a building there. You can sometimes hear a ghost playing an organ. There's no organ there, but you can hear an organ being played. Mm. Was there an organ on the Mayflower? Please tell me. No. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Actually, <laughs> no frivolity. Yeah. <laughs> they probably had. They, they're, I'll say there may have been because you know they were doing like church service every Sunday. I'm sure. Yeah. So it's not impossible. They were like, we need an organ. Um, anyway, there's a house on North Street in Plymouth where if you knock on the door, something will knock back really hard. Okay. Uh, photos have been captured uh, of a little girl and a man in a tricorner hat at that house standing mm-hmm. inside the building when it's empty because the bottom floor is empty. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's for tourists. Um, but there's an apartment on the second story of the building. It's rented out every now and then, but no one stays very long. And one man several years ago said he broke his lease and left because he continued to be followed up the stairs by a man who followed him into the shower. (laughs) (laughs) And just wanted to be friends. Really? (laughs) Unless? You know. And... (laughs) And at the Coles Hill sarcophagus, if you walk up and you put your ear to the stone, you can sometimes hear the voices of people talking inside. Whew. Over at Burial Hill, a couple miles away, mm-hmm. tour guides have been attacked by a white figure who swoops down at them and physically batters them. Uh, some to the point of like bruises and mm-hmm. like run, being, you know, they'll they'll run away and the next day they'll have bruises. Um. James McGee, who was the captain, the uh, the Irish captain of mm-hmm. the General Arnold, he has been seen as a full apparition by many people, always dressed in his full regalia. One local said, quote, Captain McGee has touched me on a regular basis. Ugh, that's not good. That's, yeah. You knew, yeah. I mean. It's not ideal. Report that. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Just report. Yeah. Do you have an HR? Because, yeah. uh <laughs> Uh, some tour guides get brain freeze headaches near the mass grave of the soldiers there. Hmm. And one guide gets so cold standing that he no longer, he cannot do the story of their death by the monument because he gets so fucking cold. He does it later at the bottom of the hill. <laughs> Sounds like, uh, you paid for, but sure. Yeah. 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 Um, in burial hill, there's also a couple in Victorian dress that sometimes is seen walking down burial hill. Uh, a local named Amy Giamassi saw them in 2010. She saw a man and a woman. They were walking down the hill, arm in arm, and they were walking down the hill, except they didn't have legs. 
does she know how walking works? I mean, that's yes. Like scooching. So that's I mean, she was also confused. I wouldn't say no. I yeah. I would say she was also she wasn't like yeah. She wasn't she wasn't she was very clear on the fact that walking is weird to yeah. do when you have no legs. <laughs> uh, and she still made that choice. Um. Oh, and also the John Carver Inn. Uh, obviously a hotel at the bottom of burial hill used to be the it was the side of the house full of medical students during the american revolution mm. and the uh, those students would run up the burial hill at night and dig up cadavers to work on <laughs> and those cadavers didn't like that mm. and so the spirits of the people who were dug up mm. on burial hill still haunt the inn today the best hauntings happen apparently in room 309 that's where you'll find all the uh, the most the most scary ghosts and uh there are i mean dozens more that i didn't think we'd have time to get mm-hmm. to and i was correct so <laughs> if you want some real serious thanksgiving hauntings plymouth massachusetts is your place unsurprisingly mm-hmm. um lots of lots of lots going on there and this is some of it this is a story I think we should all tell our family around the Thanksgiving table this mm-hmm. year. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, get out the old uh, the old spaghetti squash and the mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and the uh, the Thanksgiving ham and uh, start spinning some tails. Absolutely, the classic spaghetti squash, mm-hmm. and uh, make sure you have your picnic bed in there because uh, again, every family's got a fascist. And here, here's 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 the tip: if you don't know who it is, it's you. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody! Is this a ghost? Is uh, <laughs> the notes are taken by me, Clayton Smith? All the good jokes are from my dear friend Patrick Dean. Our audio editor is Jeremy Montoya. Our video editor is is Jen Swanson. And gosh, they are the two hardest working, least paid people <laughs> in media. So thank you, thank you so much to them both. If you want to see sources for this for this episode, and there are, gosh, there are a lot of them this time. Uh, we always put them in the show notes. Uh, this is a production of Smith Show Media, and we will see you again next week on another very, very just wild episode of Is This a Ghost? Thank you.